just look for a problem that you think you could help or solve or improve, then there are a lot of opportunities that's gonna open up. Welcome to our special bonus episodes where we catch up with our past guests to see how they have pivoted their lifestyles and businesses to deal with our new normal of self-quarantining. In these episodes, you will hear how remote entrepreneurs and location-independent workers are dealing with the current situation in order to thrive in an uncertain time. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some major knowledge bombs. Hey friend, have you been feeling overwhelmed looking for the right online job? Maybe you don't have enough remote skills or maybe you have no idea how to create a killer resume that will help you stand out from the crowd. I've learned that having a community of people supporting you through this process can be the deciding factor whether you make it or break it. That's why I am so excited to share that this September, we will be opening up our doors to our remote skills membership, where we teach you incredible techniques that will help you land online gigs by learning from leading experts every single month. Our membership will provide you with the skills you need and accountability partners that will help you succeed. For more information, visit LearnRemoteSkills.com. Again, that's LearnRemoteSkills.com. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. I am really excited to be speaking with my guest again with Catch. Hey, Catch, how are you? Hi, Debbie. I'm good. And (laughs) it's been a while since our last interview. Thank you again for inviting me. Thank you so much for doing this. I know you have been super busy with everything and we're going to talk about that. But before we get to your amazing process and journey and how you've been surviving all of this, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? So my name is Cash. I'm a travel blogger and I'm from the Philippines. And in the last seven years, since 2013, I've been traveling around the world and visited 143 countries while working online. It's amazing what you and your husband (laughs) have been able to do because when we first did our interview, you talked about how you and Jonathan, when you started going and traveling you barely Mm -hmm. had anything right like you were doing massages (laughs) and you were doing all of these things and then you figured out that you were going to start working online and you started your blog and now it's this business that you have that has allowed you to not only travel the world but also have a a boat that you guys were traveling with and now you have a base in Montenegro. So can you tell us about that? Because you were on a boat the last time I spoke to you a few years ago. And now you, now you have this amazing, so they have like a stone house in Montenegro. That's incredible. And every time I look on social media, I'm like, oh my God, Cash is in this beautiful place. This is a great place to be in right now, especially. (laughs) Next year. I know. I'm going to take you up on that. So can you tell us on how you were able to transition from boat life, first of all, backpacking life, boat life, Mm -hmm. and now you have have this like incredible stone mansion in Montenegro. This is incredible. <laughs> so I think uh, the main, not secret, but like the main thing is having a, a short and long-term goals. Like we want to live the digital nomad lifestyle, but we know that we don't want to be backpackers forever. We don't want to be, you know, like staying in hotels and hostels forever. So like when my husband and I met while backpacking in Southeast Asia in 2013, 
we didn't know what we wanted to do but i know that by age 30 i could like you know accomplish things like you know like certain things that i want to get get done and when my husband and i like started our travel blogging in 2014 we knew like our, our original tagline then was like from backpackers to luxury travelers but that time we were just hitchhiking volunteering teaching yoga teaching you know doing massages and like just barely have money when we arrived in south america until we started our online business with the aim of monetizing it and making money out of it and experiencing luxury travels later on and uh, by 2015 and 2016 we were able to achieve that and at the same time save up because my husband's dream is to sail a sailboat like be a skipper of a boat and we were able to buy our sailboat in 2017 in Florida and we sailed it all over not all over the Caribbean but like from Florida Bahamas Turks and Caicos and Dominican Republic until we reached Puerto Rico when we decided that we are it's about time we finally sell the boat <laughs> and uh, you know not just move but like do something else and by the time my husband was like turning 35 and I was like uh, turning 31 I was like what's next and we have two cats and shall we continue sailing and stuff thankfully we were able to sell sold our boat in April 2000 2019 and moved last year to Montenegro and we actually just thought of moving to Europe because we live for like three years in Latin America and in the Caribbean and it's been a while since we we moved to Europe and you know like be closer to his family be closer to my family it's easier for them to come visit us and we thought of moving to Portugal and Spain but then realized that Montenegro it's easier to get a residency and you know properties are more expensive compared to other destinations because it's a smaller country but the opportunities there's still a lot it's like uh, it's not at EU and um, there's so many things that you can do to uh, you know maximize and that's why we started another company when we moved here but unfortunately COVID happened and of course everyone is affected but thankfully we finally have a house and not just floating in the Caribbean you know (laughs) (laughs) which is not a bad gig and you guys did that for a while and I love your story Cash and your your husband Mm -hmm. because you really set out to do something and you accomplish all of them right and I'm pretty sure you know you and I came from the Philippines it's like this is not mm-hmm. something that most people would think Filipinos do, right? We're either nurses or caregivers, you know. Like yeah. what what you do is is like the dream come true. Not honestly, like for most people where we come from, it's like it's not even in our radar, right? So to yes. to and see you, you do that popular- is. <laughs> You as well as a popular podcaster, it's not really popular yet in the Philippines and you're doing amazing job. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of amazing. That's why I love highlighting your story, Cash, because I'm like, oh my gosh, Aww. I want to be like Cash when I grow up. This is amazing. And I'm sure a lot. <laughs> and you know what it is too? You have this really great base of audience and they're so loyal to you that you're like a yeah. rock star in, in your own right that everyone's like, okay, we know Cash. We... <laughs> <laughs> we follow yeah, it's her been journey. A while, yeah. yeah, they followed uh, when I was still single until I adopted more and more cats. <laughs> <laughs> They've been there throughout the whole thing. So which is yeah. must be really crazy, right? When people are like, okay, I know everything about you, what you're what you're doing right now, like how mm-hmm. you started. <laughs> yeah. 
So since your business really came from traveling and you have mm-hmm. this whole company from that, how has it affected you since COVID happened and how are you guys able to pivot and make sure that you're still mm-hmm. able to make a living from this? Yeah. So basically we have our two websites and they're they're still like even during the COVID, we're still making money from passive income and you know ads. But unlike before, our income like dropped like eighty percent down. But thankfully, aside from that, I was doing coaching and teaching people how to get visa. But unfortunately, of course, travel stopped. So like no one is applying for visa and no one's doing like they're applying for American visa. Embassies are shut down and everything. But the best thing about this is was I started a new company in Montenegro, which is like an immigration services in 2019, November 2019. And basically, it is for people who are looking to to move to Europe, have a residency in Europe, and uh, how can I say this? Like either buying a property or starting their business or like working online and just hiring themselves as some self-employed. And now with the COVID situation, not that uh, I'm saying nasty things about the government or stuff, but there are more and more people who are considering of getting another citizenship or another residency. So I had like uh, an increased amount of people inquiring. So I didn't get a lot of clients prior to that or like even inquiries prior to that. But because of COVID and people knowing about Montenegro and how Montenegro handled these things, then... I think it's just looking at the bright side of things. It is the positive impact for me. But of course, my other side of business, it is affected. But thankfully, we're able to save up before <laughs> before all of these things happen. It's really interesting how you always learn how to pivot. Like you understand yeah. what people <laughs> want and then you just start new services. And that's really what I love about you, Catch, is because you are such an entrepreneur because you don't let things <laughs> push you down. You're just like, okay, well, this is happening and I can't stop it from happening. So how can I change my services or at least change it for now Mm -hmm. before things go back to, you know, I don't even know what normal is after this, you know, at least once people can start traveling again. And I love that Mm -hmm. about you. You're just like, okay, there's still going to be issues during this time. How can I service Mm -hmm. those people who have these new pain points that I can actually give them so that's amazing i love when when you do that cash yeah. <laughs> and i was also able actually i forgot like um from april to june i was i taught like two batch of classes of like how to become a digital nomad and i was able to grow my group to 1500 i think in that span and they're asking me to do another course but like you know uh, because now more and more uh, filipinos and our readers and people lost their day job and encouraging more and more people to to start working online as virtual assistants and stuff. So I did courses as well. And though compared to other instructors, uh, like they charge a lot. Like I was like charging 30 euro and a lot more people like signed up and a lot more people have changed, you know, like their thinking and that, you know, like some of them are already working online. So which is good as well that happened during the last two months because I will not be able to do that when I was traveling because I have to do it consistently and in like four weeks time. Yeah. And it's an amazing opportunity now, right? Because you and I and your husband and a lot of people like us are 
have been mm-hmm. doing this for quite some time. And it's interesting that now this is considered what's stable, right? Now having a nine to yes. five working in an <laughs> office is not anymore. Now everyone's trying to transition to working online, which is pretty amazing. Yes. Now people understand why we love this lifestyle so much. And it just showed throughout this whole thing, why it's so important to be able to do this and at least have it in mind for you to do it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like uh, now there's more and more people listening to podcasts like yours just to know how it is getting, you know, like how do people do it and that it is not like not you're not responsible if you work online because now people are moving home based and getting like more and more part time jobs. Absolutely. And I I love it that you also thought of that and you have a huge audience. And like you were saying, you have this specific niche and also a specific audience of mm-hmm. Filipinos who look to you. And this is something that a lot of people want to do in that space as well. So that's amazing. So just to reiterate <laughs> um, <laughs> for our listeners is that just make sure that you are looking at people's pain points during this time. And servicing them because that's really what Cash is so great in doing is that she doesn't just say, okay, well, this sucks. I don't know what to do now. You really look at people's, you know, problems and you answer them Mm -hmm. and you create income from that. And it doesn't matter what happens. Yeah, I think that's the best way how to like, you know, like to do things like you're you're doing two things at the same time. You help them and at the same time you make money out of it. It's just like genuinely a win-win situation. So like just look for a problem that you think you could help or solve or improve. Then there are a lot of opportunities that's going to open up. Yeah, there's so many, right? And that's, I think, what we need to take a look at. We have to look at the brighter side of it and see how Mm -hmm. we can add it onto our current business now. And this is also a great way of making you more versatile because maybe you just had one business mainstream of income and now you have to really Mm -hmm. think outside of the box because of what's happening in the world. Mm-hmm, that's true. That's true. Put everything in one basket, but like, but people would say, "Oh, I have a diverse source of income. I put in stocks, I put in here, and I put in there." But everything is affected. So I think during this time of the pandemic and uh, during this time where everyone is, you know, affected, I think the your asset would be like thinking of ways or like new and new thing. Like Rani will run out, but like if you lose ideas or lose, how can I say this? Ideas or like plans on what you could do next. then that's the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, because you can always make money, right? There's always ways for Mm -hmm. you to make money. So you just have to be versatile and really see Mm -hmm. what's going to work. And it's a a lot of it is just testing to make sure if it's the right way to do it. And it doesn't happen overnight. As you know, Cash, you've been at this for like, what, six, seven years? Six years, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so it doesn't happen overnight. And you guys just have to understand that, you know, Cash is doing really well right now. But, you know, she, you, and Jonathan really struggled in the beginning, you know, and yeah, we were it, so broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of people just take a look at where you are now and be like envious about that, but they don't really see where you guys started from. And you didn't have money coming in from anybody else. It was just you and you brought yourself up to this point that now you have the luxury to have this incredible life for yourself. 
Mm-hmm. And like, I think another technique is finding a place where you could live like a luxurious lifestyle on a budget. So that's why we're in Montenegro. <laughs> like, um, I don't think we could live like this in the UK or like we could live like this in New York. So yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's really the important thing, too, is where your money goes in a longer way. You know, living, mm-hmm. I, I live in New York. Well, I have no choice right now because Aaron, he has a steady day job there. So until he can leave, then we are kind of stuck mm-hmm. in New York. But <laughs> oh, hopefully. I love, I love New York, though. I love New York. If I can afford to live there, like with the lifestyle that we want, I'd live there. But no, I can't afford to live there with the lifestyle that we wanted. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, listen, you and Jonathan, <laughs> yes, you and Jonathan are always welcome to come to us because, you know, we're know. there. We'll visit each other. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, my last best experience was with you there. So it's good. We will come back. We I will, know. We will do it again. <laughs> it was it was really amazing. Okay, so just a little background on what Cash is talking about. So she came to New York for only like a few days and she visited me and Esther from Local Adventure yeah. and we went to yeah. a, a gay club and it was like the best time we've we've had in like a long time. It was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. You could just dance and laugh like, oh my God, it was so fun. And we weren't even drunk. We were just no. like having fun. We, yeah. like, I think we only had one drink and yeah. it's amazing. I know. <laughs> that's... Company and like, you guys know where to go. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just the best time so we we pretty much almost closed down the place and we were just like this is too much fun we can't leave <laughs> so cash i know that when this whole thing when the whole pandemic happened you and jonathan were like in two different countries he was in yes. the uk <laughs> and you were in montenegro how did that work out like that must have been so hard for you to be apart from each other and on top of that you were still building up your house right yeah it's crazy so this is what happened like uh, Jonathan thankfully got like a job in architecture uh, you know industry which used to be his work before quitting to go traveling around the world with me so technically like we knew that the pandemic would happen and that we are slowly seeing the impact of our ads income our affiliate income and other stuff and Jonathan like got this opportunity to work in Bristol in the UK and said okay why not if this is really going to shut things down and our business will be affected and we're in the middle of construction with a lot of bills to pay we don't want to stop our construction our house is built but we are renovating it so he said okay let's just uh, okay he'll accept the job and then, then he flew to the UK uh, which we thought would only last for like one month or two months and then he'll come back but unexpectedly he returned after four months and I ended up like staying at home and I still got some jobs you know like still publishing articles because even though ads because the traffic are low the ads are low with the travel industry and uh, you know like there are no uh, affiliate income because no one's booking hotels and flights and you know there's still few people booking but they're just like usually last minute but seo companies are doing more advertisement because there are more and more companies like for example they have physical stores and then they move their business online so there are more and more people like uh within the seo industry who are trying to buy content and, you know, um, doing more marketing promotion online. So the work was still ongoing. So I was able to do that and I was able to project manage our house while Jonathan was in the UK and then he returned and our house was done. It's not done, done, but like we have <laughs> another 
face to do, but like now the first thing where we are, you know, like living properly, then it is already done. And he's like, okay, back to real life and there's no more things to do. <laughs> but it that's a good hard, real like, life that you have. Yeah, that's yeah, that must have been so hard to be apart from each other for for four months. That's crazy, but yeah. I'm they, so glad like that you, you guys are able down. to. Yeah, they did. Yeah, <laughs> they also did the lockdown, so it was hard that I will I was not able to go outside as well. But I have cats, so I think that helped. <laughs> I know cats is very. It's she's. She has how many cats do you have now? I know when we met, you had two. So how many do you have now? I don't want to say people will think I'm a crazy (laughs) cat lady, but (laughs) now when we lived in a sailboat, we have two. And when we arrive in Montenegro, there's a cat in our apartment. You know, like we're so afraid because we're by the road, so we adopted one. And when we moved to our village uh, in in this villa, there are like three kittens outside, and they're so cute. So we adopted them. So now we have six cats. Oh my! But, but you, you don't know what? Kill them because <laughs> yeah, they're they're good. Well, you guys have a huge place, so that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. scary when you have like a one bedroom apartment in New York City and you have six cats. That I'm, oh, you yeah. know, I'm concerned about. But you have a huge like you have a huge place, so that's okay. You know, you don't really you're not like in one one room with them. That's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we ha- they have the mountain they can run around exactly exactly neighbors, so you're good <laughs> <laughs> so you, now you guys are settling in you're in montenegro and you're trying mm-hmm. to get other people into this country too huh so i mean i've been looking at yes. all of your pictures mm-hmm. and they're so beautiful and it's really not a huge leap because um it's definitely there's a reason why you guys fell in love with this place and decided to Mm -hmm. have your roots there i think debbie you should come visit next year because (laughs) you know if like estonia and other european countries are being hub for digital nomads uh, i think some digital nomads should consider to live in montenegro because the weather is like greece we have nice beaches is here like the lifestyle you could rent an an apartment here for 350 euro a month and it's fully furnished and electricity and water will not cost you up to 50 euro and then you just, you know, less than 30 minutes away from Herzog Novi is Dubrovnik Airport. It's an international hub. And Tivat Airport is also another 30 minutes. And it's an international hub for Europe, too. So it's just like really good strategic location. And it's not yet EU. So the rules is not so strict compared to the other European countries. But they've been trying their best to become EU. And if you're already resident, so imagine, especially for Americans like you, you could only stay 90 days in Schengen, right? Yeah. And you could go to Montenegro for 90 days and then go to Schengen and then come back. You know, like it's just a really good strategic location. And we've traveled 143 countries and and we've decided to live here. So I think (laughs) there's a reason for that. And every time people ask us why, it's just you have the water, you have the mountain, the cost of living is so low, uh, the technicalities, residency and stuff are easy. So. Well, I'm I'm already convinced from your photos and I've never been there. Yeah. Um so we'll definitely come visit and you have to try to convince Aaron because <laughs> Check it out. Like they take a sabbatical and they have we have fast internet and stuff as well. Yeah, so we we, we may just do that. 
just book your flight and you stay with me and I'll host you, you know? You know that. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, okay, Cash, okay, try to convince Aaron for, for us to stay here. That yeah. would be good. <laughs> but, but you know what? It's good if we do decide to move there. We already have you. We already know you. And, you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll know people already. So that's always good. <laughs> yes, and there is like growing expat community. Like, it's not as... So like, oh, when people ask me, it's like, What's Montenegro? Montenegro is beside Croatia. And Croatia, you know, it's how popular it is. So think of Croatia 10 years ago, not as behind Croatia, but like raw Croatia. So that's Montenegro. It's tiny. It's a tiny country and same coastline as Croatia and almost the same culture. Like, you know, they, they understand each other with the language. So that's the only thing. We don't speak the language, but people speak English, you know, with us. Yeah. Um, more and more people are aged. It's just so easy to, to, to navigate around, to be honest. That's- that's awesome. And that's one of the things that a lot of people are concerned about, right? But honestly, like mm-hmm. you can get around. Most people speak English anyways. But I do have a question for you. Are you mm-hmm. and Jonathan trying to get your citizenship there? Do you need it in order to actually stay there for a long period of time? No, just like in other countries, you process like a temporary residence on a yearly basis. So there are like seven ways to get a temporary residence, like starting your own company, which is easy. You just get like a lawyer and an accountant and they'll do that for you. And then you hire yourself as the CEO of your company. Unlike in other countries where you have to have hire three other local employer, employees to, to, to set up a company here, you get a good lawyer and an accountant and set it up and that's it. And after five years of consistently living here, then you get your permanent residence, just the same as when you live in other European countries. And after 10 years, then you get your citizenship. But we don't have plans to become citizen. We, mm-hmm. we just want to be a resident. And now our residency is based on our property because once you, if you own a house, then you can have a residency. And uh, we just wanted to get permanent as well, hopefully in the next five years. But I don't want to give up my Philippine citizenship because I'm traveling around the world and writing about being a Filipino traveler. So I can't <laughs> just give it up. So I lose my audience. And my husband is British. So he's actually... But it's so funny because during this pandemic, um, like before, we're always like, okay, British citizen and powerful passport. But like in the last few months, it seems like being Filipino is more powerful than him. I can <laughs> travel to more countries than him. And you know, like, uh, so. See, there so you go. Just, yeah. So my husband just got back and he's processing his uh, residency now. That's amazing. I love how it turned, right? Mm-hmm. Now the Philippine passport is is better than even... Okay, first of all, Americans, we can't travel anywhere outside of the US. Like there's so many places we can't travel to because of what's happening yeah. here. So your Filipino passport is actually ranked higher than ours, ours right now. So Right now, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like kudos to you. There you go. It's, it's all turning tides. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? Like I don't know how long this would last, but it's just like... But you guys can still travel to some Caribbean countries because yeah. uh, now they're opening up like you could stay up to a year whatever you want but it's crazy like um in the last few months um they locked down montenegro and they would allow like british citizen and other you know americans are still not allowed to enter but it's just like filipinos are allowed to enter so like that's mm-hmm. so weird it's not, it's not that. that's kind of <laughs> nice though right it's it's nice that it, 
It's like now we know what it feels like. Americans know what it feels like for other people in other countries who have it so much harder. (laughs) Yes, that's true. They'll appreciate it more. (laughs) Exactly. It's like we used to have a very strong passport during this time. Not so much, guys. Not so much. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just going to be like in the next one, two months. Yeah. So let's let's see what happens. But once, you know, hopefully next year we could come visit you, Cash, and we'll see. But I do have to say it's funny because Aaron and I, he's planning on leaving to his his work and then we're you know because I could work remotely and he's trying to do that with his business as well but we're always mm-hmm. every time we talk about a place that we want to settle in like the two things that we want is like we love the water and the mountains because we love hiking and we also love the sea so we're like it has to have both because we can't just have one or the other so when you're talking to me about Montenegro I'm like it has both <laughs> yeah I'm like, yes, hmm. like, there's a reason we you you can so go swimming in the morning and then go hiking like in the same day, and then some people like during winter they go sailing and then they go skiing because it's tiny. You could go from one end to the other end of the country in four hours. So that's amazing. <laughs> Does it get really cold there in the winter? Uh, we were here and it's not as crazy cold as other places so like maybe seven or eight degrees but like i think february and march it got it kind of became windy by the coast but it's not really cold that i couldn't handle because like i couldn't live in the uk for so long because i couldn't handle the cold but like here i was just like oh this is so chill (laughs) and by march and april i was wearing sleeveless yeah that's nice though okay so that's good because we also hate the cold i mean coming from new york city like in new york yeah it's so cold there during the winter we're like we hate the cold so yeah we'll try to convince Aaron. they look like damp weather too because here i think there's more like uh they call it not three like maybe 300 days of uh sunshine that's what they are trying to say I, I, i don't know i have to check it but we moved here in June 2019 and we bought our house in October 2019. So we've wow. seen the weather and it's just really good. But now it's just really hot. So like 29, 30, 31 degrees right now. Oh, wow. I mean, that's beautiful because you're by the sea. So you could just go swimming. Yeah. If it gets really hot. You so just that's go good. Yeah. <laughs> not, not a hard life. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's good. You're you're all good. Oh, well, thank you so much, Cash, for speaking with us today. We really appreciate it. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? Type 2monkeystravelgroup.com on um, Google or Mr. and Mrs. Howe. And you could also find us on Instagram or Facebook. And if you need tips about moving to Montenegro or living in Montenegro or becoming a digital nomad, and feel free to message me on those. And you'll find my email address and social media channels. Perfect. And I will definitely talk to you more about going and living in Montenegro soon. We're, we're going to come visit yeah. you too. <laughs> we'll be neighbors. <laughs> I know. I'll be like, hey. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, Cash. We really appreciate you for being here. Yeah, I miss you. It's so good to talk to you again. Thanks so much for listening to this special bonus episode. To hear our full episodes, make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com. Hey friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we are also sending them straight to your inbox. 
I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe.